You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Get in the zone with the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. What we saw from Lance worried me in a lot of ways. And you and I talked on Friday talking on your show how much love is upside and we still want to see him get a chance. And I expected him to be rusty, but when I was watching him on Sunday, I went from like, oh shit, he's just not rusty. Like like you said, he, he just looks almost non-functional at times. At times, not every time, but at times. And I, I got to give credit to uh, at Johnny Dells, who does uh, film breakdowns. I watched a film breakdown of him today. And he did a really good job looking at Lance's game and showing that his his eye discipline. He's staring down receivers. He's reading the defense and maybe looking at the wrong side of the field. And like you said, even when he does see it, he's not letting it rip. And there were a few plays, the third sack on the the third, I should say the third play on the first drive, the second sack. He's got Dwelly open. He's just he's just gotta let it rip and he, and he pumps. There was another sack where he rolled out where if he just let it go again, just trusted his receiver, just gave his receiver a chance. It's probably a completion. So when you see that, because I know you were kind of with me with Trey, did, did it give you any pause? Did you watch that and say, okay, wait a minute. Maybe he's not where I thought he was. And if this is what the 49ers are seeing, maybe Sam Darwin makes a little bit more sense to me now. Yeah. I mean, I, I to me, I put very little credence in camp stats and, mm-hmm. and I put a lot more credence in the games. Now, granted, they're preseason games, and it's easy to be like, well, it's just preseason, but it's a game situation. Um, I, I think what you have with Trey is that he started that he started the game against the Raiders looking fidgety in the pocket, yeah. not trusting it, not letting it rip. Um, the, the, the interception or the, um, the second sack that he took, you know, he had Dwelly right there in a short zone between two defenders. There was no defender between Lance and Dwelly. He pumped it, pump faked it to him. So he knew he wanted to go there, but he just didn't let it go. And you got to let it go. You got, you know, it's like, you know, you're going to be judged on the plays you don't make in addition to the errors that you do make. And mm-hmm. the bottom line is they were one for five on the quarterback down in the first half against the Raiders. That's third down. And then the people who were ripping um, Shanahan need to really check themselves because Shanahan wasn't only not dooming him for failure. He was having him throw a couple of times early in the game on first down because, you know, I think because he knew that if you have, you know, if you can't get anything done in the run game or on first and second down, and it's third and 10, it's a much more difficult proposition for a quarterback to have to throw on third and 10. On first and 10, you've got the element of surprise. And so I didn't, you know, some people are like, oh, you know, Shanahan's calling too many pass plays. I think what happens is when you call a first down pass play, 
and you don't get anything out of it, well, guess what? I mean, you're going to try to, you're probably going to pass on second or third down. So then all of a mm-hmm. sudden it's a high percentage of passes because you chose to throw it, you know, two of the first four first downs uh, that Trey was in there. So, but I didn't look at it as like Shanahan putting pressure on him. I thought it was Shanahan trying to take pressure off of him um, by having him throw in some non throwing downs to kind of, you know, take the defense by, you know, trying to catch him off, off guard and surprise them a little bit. But I just think overall, Trey's timing, his timing, his touch, and his accuracy are all very very crude and raw at this point. And yeah. that's that's the job. I mean, you know, Alex Smith was in Tahoe talking to Matt Mayoko, guys, about, a, what, three weeks ago. And he was being asked these questions about Brock Purdy. Is Brock's success sustainable? And Alex, who knows, I think Alex is one of the real smart football analysts and quarterback analysts out there. And because he's lived it right. And a lot of ways he was um, two different players at the early part of his career and the later part of his career. And he made the point that you can look at all these 40 times and height and hand size and all these different measurables and to grade a quarterback. But ultimately what it really comes down to is how well do you process what you see at the line of scrimmage pre-snap? How accurate are you? And is the ball come out on time? Those are mm-hmm. the three elements of playing quarterback that kind of supersede the rest of the factors. And all three of those elements, Trey, I think there's potential there, but he's so raw that the timing, the touch, and I mean, I think he's processing where to go, but I think he's very cautious. He's trying to take care of the football, maybe to a fault, and it, it really negatively impacts his timing. He's consistently late and he's holding the ball too long. Um, And he's not trusting his eyes and trusting his instincts and just letting it rip. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Where I was going with this is if you just, and we talked about this a little bit last week too, like it's Papa. Mayoko's mentioned Sam Darnold's arm ability. Mike Silver, we just keep hearing it from everywhere. Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold. These guys are not making it up right? These guys are hearing it from somewhere. At least, I mean, you know, these guys much better than I do. I don't know if you've had any conversations with them about it, but does it just kind of seem to you like at this point, like unless Trey takes just a gigantic turnaround in the last two weeks, like, like Sam is Sam is the number two quarterback. Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, you saw it in this game. I mean, you Kyle Shanahan's comparing his, you know, career renaissance or potential for career renaissance in San Francisco to Steve Young, you know, I mean, his dad coached Steve Young and, and, um, you know, I mean, I think Kyle obviously has great affinity for Darnold. I'm a little concerned about Darnold because there's been such inconsistency in his career. I would have mm. liked to have seen him play another series or two against the Raiders. I'd like to see him play some extended time in this game um, because, I mean, he played well. I mean, the dime that he threw to Ronnie Bell was a beautiful pass. He had a number of really good passes. Um, but, you know, he also, you know, is a, is a tick late at times in 
in uh, processing what he sees. And I would like to see a little bit more of it before I would stamp it official. I disagree with Greg that, that he'll push Brock Purdy. I mean, Brock Purdy throws with accuracy consistently. The ball comes out on time. Um, You know, that he's got escapability. He's got competitive fire. You know, Sam Darnold, I think is, is a really intriguing prospect but he's not on Brock Purdy's level. But I do think he's clearly better than Trey Lance. Um, so, uh, you know, based on what I saw against the Raiders, um, there's no doubt in my mind. And, and um, you know, Trey, Trey, Trey might be the 49ers franchise quarterback, but it ain't right now. I mean, that's for sure. And so the question is just a matter of, do they want to keep him around to see if he can be that guy in two years? I mean, I'm starting to wonder about even that uh, possibility because I heard John Lynch talking with such glowing terms about Brandon Allen, and and yeah. I just I, I don't know. I mean, you know, it sounds to me. I mean, if I'm just telling you, and I'm here every day, what it sounds like to me is they're going with Brock, they're 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 going with Sam, they're going to go with Brandon Allen as a million dollar third string quarterback, and they're going to take the best offer they can get at the end of training camp for Trey Lance. And my guess is guys that they will, if I'm just predicting what I think may happen, you know, they, they're very cognizant of the fact that um, how the perception will look if, if they just gave him away for a six round pick, mm-hmm. I, I could see them trading if they were trading him with an, an another player and another draft choice for a player who maybe at the end of his deal has one year left and, and, uh, and a mid round pick, you know what I mean? Or or even a, even a, even like, you know, like a, like a, like a Trey Lance, a third round pick and some other player to the commanders for Montez sweat and a six round pick. And then they could at least say, Hey, you know what? We're trying to get a, we're trying to win this year and this and that. I think if you did that, there would be some confusion or at least it would muddy exactly what the trade return was and what his actual value was. Cause you also had to include a pick and, and you know, I mean, I could see that or I could see them, you know, I don't, I, I really think that, that they won't move him unless they can get a piece to the puzzle that helps them win the Super Bowl this year. Um, but that being said, I definitely think they're going to listen to offers. And I think it's, I would say it's better than 50, 50 that they pull the trigger. Now there's other people that don't feel that way. They feel like he's going to be here. I've talked to a number of media people that are like, ah, oh, he won't fetch enough. And they don't, they won't want to give him away. And I, I get all that, but they have Brandon Allen now here and they've got Darnold here. And, you know, you know, if you say goodbye to Brandon Allen and then you move off a tray at some point, October, then who's your third string quarterback? And it complicates things. I think they're going to go with with Brandon Allen and Darnold and trade Trey, probably for some player that can help them win this year. 